play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode... Eric, what episode is it? It is three, three, three. We're halfway there. Three threes in a <laughs> row. Yep, we're halfway on that highway. Uh, yep, we hit the... We're hitting the point of no return. This is going to be probably the most, uh, the most satanic show on the planet once we hit that episode, but... Um, <laughs> we got a ways to go. Yeah, we got a ways to go. <laughs> You know, which is why I'm not playing a goat horse song this episode, but rather an I Hate God song. It's kind of there, but they don't have any songs about uh, <laughs> Satan. <laughs> but we'll get to that at the end of this episode and uh, also the middle of this episode because I got a show to plug. Excellent. Well, let's get into the show. Uh, a lot of great new music as per usual. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Episode 333. Let's jump right into some new stuff that has been coming out. We'll jump on. I'm going to start on September 3rd for the band Wide Shut, their album 259. And it's a single, not an album, sorry. Uh, 259, one minute left. That's the single. It's on 1054 Records. The Cribs released Gypsies, Shobs, and Thieves. Uh, it's an EP, and it's on Dammit Records. I got to hear it, and it's cool, but like briefly. So it's on my list of stuff to get back to. Uh, on the fourth, on Horn and Hoof Records, Smoking Gives You Big Tits. That's the name of the band. Uh, they released Guts for Starters. Then a three-way split on different class records came out on the fifth with Cholera, The Zips, and Razor Kids. It's called News from Another Side. Then Meryl Streak released a Birdie. I still love that name. <laughs> her, what, her Oscar-winning streak? <laughs> yep. Uh, B-E-R-T-I-E, it's an acronym. And then If This Is Life, two different singles on the same day on the 6th. Then Coupe Gorge, they released Silence de Mort on the 6th. Incinerar released uh, Avance 23. It's Roman numerals, but it's 23, which is an EP on Activar Hazlo Tumismix. I think that is based out of Chile, it's South America. They also released on that label uh, Sinfuegos, or Cienfuegos, C-I-E-N Fuegos. Sesión uh, de Verano is that release. Then Iron Mind, they released Assume Your Ultimate Form, which is a single on Last Ride Records. The band Splatter Pattern, that one that we've played from Milwaukee, it's that one. Uh, they released The Lost Demo Tracks, so you can go check that out. Uh, Parasites released Berevshtnik. Berevshtnik, I think is how it's pronounced. <laughs> Berevshtnik. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. They're kind of a, a pop punk band from Russia, and I'm sure Berevshtnik, Berevshtnik, I'm going to stop saying it. It's Russian. <laughs> uh, the last one on the seventh was Blast Bomb releasing Hammer Blow, which is a single. Then on the 8th, Stigmatism. There's a lot of releases on the 8th, as it was a Friday. Stigmatism released Ignorance and Power on Static Shock Records. A couple Pure Noise Records releases, including Unity TX with Ferality and With Honor releasing Boundless. Then Mad by Morning released Creature of Habit. Phantom Bay released Underground EP. 
Reason to Leave released Rise and Grind EP. Oxo 86, they released End the Usual Suspects on Sunny Bastard Records. A couple 1054 Records releases were Northern Hit Squad releasing Violence is Golden. And then Abriacht released uh, Trust in Decay Part 2. Then Mustard Plug, we talked about this last week. Mustard Plug released something new on Bad Time Records called Where Did All My Friends Go? <laughs> Where did you go? <laughs> That's right. I don't know. Take it from another ska band. Where did you go? Where did you go? <laughs> That's about all I remember from uh, <laughs> that song. <laughs> uh, Pure Noise Records also put out a compilation. It's a covers compilation called Dead Formats Volume 2. A lot of cool covers on it. Pale Angels released Plastic Legacy on Rad Girlfriend Records. M-A-C-S-A-T, Maxat, all one word, released Turn It Up on Pasaderic Pat's Records. Is their next album going to be Bring the Noise? It should be. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it up. The Hangmen released Stories to Tell. Delco MFs released 100% Complete and Total Motherfuckers on Static Shock Records. Square Tugs released a new song called One Minute Love Song, and it's pretty close. I think it was one minute and one second, something like that. Uh, Pain of Truth released Not Through Blood on Days, D-A-Z-E, Days. We've been playing and talking about that uh, mm-hmm. recently. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, last week. What was the what was the band we talked about going into my archives here? Right, released on Days. They just write it as Days, but it's a distro or record label or whatever you want to call it, putting stuff out. They have a Bandcamp page and... Uh, yeah. This Pain of Truth is one that came out on that on the 8th. And there's another one I'll be talking about here in a moment. Oh, it was... Uh, no, it wasn't It wasn't that. I guess I don't have it in my uh, notes. <laughs> well, if we, if we remember, we'll bring that up. Uh, the band Fool's Errand, they released another single. So it's, uh, they put out an album earlier this year called Big Up the Impact. And they released a single that they added to it as a bonus track, which is a cover of the Newtown Neurotics, Life in Their Hands. Speaking of covers, Terminal City Rats released a single, Anarchy, which is a Ripcords cover. I think that was on a Canada 2 something or another compilation, but I couldn't find the compilation, but Terminal City Rats released that. Uh, Then Lawmaker released Side by Side, which is a single. Then I'm moving on to the ninth. The Crash Mats released 69 Spotify listeners can't all be wrong on Horn and Hoof Records. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great name there. Oh yeah, got to be you got to be direct with your audience, right? <laughs> Why not talk about the audience themselves? Uh, Civilian Thrower and Sangre de Idiotas released a split on Here and Now Records. The Raging Nathans also put out a split on Rat Girlfriend Records with The Story Changes. The X Saints put out Not Impressed, which is a single on Little Willie Records. We'll be talking more about that here momentarily. Mock Execution released Circle of Madness, which is an EP in La Vida Es Un Mus Discos. Sergeant Skag put out their new one, At Least More Than Halfway Dead on Ska Punk International. Scumback released Big Pig, which is a single. Dead Set released Dead Set EP, which is also on Days. Heel Turn released Amber, which is a single on the 13th. Uh, Dead Set and Heel Turn are both on the 13th. And we'll be talking more about Heel Turn in a minute. The Traders, T-R-A-D-E-R-S, they're releasing How Much Art Can You Take on the 14th. Uh, our pals in City Riot, they are releasing Remember the Days of 99. I'm looking forward to that one. On the 15th, 
KDMF releases uh, is releasing False Starts Open Endings on Lockjaw Records. Uh, got a handful on the 15th, also including Magnitude releasing Of Days Renewed on Triple B Records. Fat Mike releases Gets Strung Out. So like I said last week, read it as Fat Mike Gets Strung Out on Fat Records if you Again? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't, I don't think he ever was. I know he did, he did like almost every drug known to man, but I don't think he ever got into opiates. Okay, well, good for him. Hopefully he stays that way, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Malad, they release, uh, are going to be releasing their single, Underdog. Looking forward to that one. Brorlab, B-R-O-R-B-R-O-R-L-A-B. They're releasing a self-titled on La Vida Esamus Discos. Then 1054 Records will be releasing Give Up, uh, Give Up Hope, rather, that's the band name, To mm-hmm. Those Who Wait is the release name. The Last Mile and Pez, that's P-E-Z-Z Pez, are putting out a split LP on Rad Girlfriend Records. Well, yeah, they, you don't want to get a cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> right? Add the extra Z, it'll work. <laughs> Bodaget, they are releasing Still at Home, and we'll be playing something more than likely next week off of Still at Home. And I'm uh, still going to call him Bodaget. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, Crazy and the Brains are putting out a new single, Ghost Don't Die. Uh, last time Christoph did this, he put out the single on video on YouTube, and then it was like a couple weeks later, you could actually listen to it like on Spotify and streaming and so forth. So you may want to look at YouTube first to see the new or hear the new Crazy in the Brains. I know most of you do already look at YouTube first. <laughs> Existence, we'll be talking about them, release, or we'll be releasing Death and Disorder 2 tracks that, that'll be out on the 15th. I think it's actually already out. It came out this morning, even though the release date shows the 15th, but it's on their Bandcamp page. Uh, Young Guys, so the last of my releases are all going to be on the 22nd, uh, and I'll go over them quick so Eric can get to his list. Young Eyes are releasing mm. All These Steps Lead Us the Wrong Way on Rad Girlfriend Records. American Television are releasing Scars. Train Dodge, and that's all one word, Train Dodge, releasing The Alley Parade on Spartan Records. Clover's Curfew releasing Sail Away. If we get it early, we'll be playing something from it next week. Otherwise, we will definitely be talking about it and playing something in the coming weeks. Shaver or Chaver, C-H-A-V-E-R, releasing Of Gloom on B-D-H-W Records. Another cool hardcore, well, they usually put out hardcore stuff. The O'Reilly's and the Patty Hats releasing Wake the Rebels. Pew, 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 releasing Sick Days. And that's because it's sick with like three eyes in there or something. Maybe it's four. No, it's <laughs> like three. <laughs> uh, say, you say sick in the same way that uh, Jablomi says it. <laughs> now, if you know who Jablomi is, if you're one of those old school uh, YouTubers and you know who Lurk Squad is, yeah, check that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't recommend it enough. <laughs> The Dorks are releasing Geschef's Model Haas on Demons Run Amok Records. Just go look up The Dorks. It looks like Die Dorks, but it's German. The Dorks. The Dorks. Yeah. Yeah, if that's anything that the Simpsons uh, taught me, it's the tattoo of Die Bart Die on Sideshow Bob's, uh, on on his chest. It's like, that's just German for the Bart, the. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. yeah, the dorks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Go Betty Go are releasing a new single called Keep Up on Wiretap Records. Tuning is releasing Dark Hours on Indecision Records. Freya is releasing Fight as One on Upstate Records. Finally, Force Majeure releasing Triste Seer on Primator Crew and Double Turn Records. My list was long. Eric, what do you got? All right, for those of you still listening, <laughs> on the 6th, Scal released their uh, Psychic Dance Routine, which is the title track of their uh, most previous released EP, but it's the uh, Nuovo Testamento remix. On the 7th, uh, Dustin already covered this one, but let's reiterate, Iron Mind, Assume Your Ultimate Form. That's a single. And on the 8th, the few different, uh, yeah, a few different uh, releases here. Abreact released... Uh, their single, Trust in Decay, Part 2. Uh, Pain of Truth released Not Through Blood. Northern Hit Squad released Violence is Golden. And Shutdown released their Still Against the Odds, Against All Odds EP. It's actually sort of a follow-up to their album they released back in 1998, just Against All Odds. Cool. So yeah, pretty rad that they're still around. Uh, September 13th, once again, Dead Set released their self-titled album. And Private Mind released a single called In Vain. And yeah, Private Mind's going to be releasing an album later this year in October. Uh, and on the 15th, Magnitude released Of Days Renewed. Give Up Hope released To Those Who Wait. And Serration released Stimulations of Hell. Oh, I'm saying released as in it already happened. It's not the 15th yet. <laughs> it's getting close. Yeah, the, so Friday, Friday, that's when all three of those will be released. And finally, on the 22nd, let's end it off with not a punk rock release, though punk rock adjacent, the more I'm thinking about it, with their uh, latest catalog. It's, it's Cannibal Corpse, their album Chaos Horrific. Now, I'm saying punk and hardcore adjacent because, well, uh, Corpse Grinder is very much into hardcore. He released a... Uh, he released a solo album last year with uh, Jamie Josta producing it, and it's definitely more on the hardcore side of things, and he listens to a lot of that type of music. And honestly, with the way that their uh, death metal trajectory's been going, they got a lot more slamming riffs in there. It's not quite up to Dying Fetus standpoints, but that's where, that's where Cannibal Corpse seems to be going. Kind of like uh, how... Kind of like how obituary was death metal peddling to the hardcore kids a little <laughs> bit. Just a little bit. Seems like Cannibal Corpse going that route. Nice. So, And I'm all for it. I mean, Cannibal Corpse, their fucking music is awesome. <laughs> no matter which way you slice it. No matter who's playing <laughs> guitar in their band this week. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that's all I got for my uh, newest releases. I also, I also finally got the uh, Metalocalypse Army of the Doomstar on Apple Music, but... I have not listened to it because, spoilers, I want to watch the movie first. Come <laughs> on, people. Get with the fucking program. Nice. Uh, but until then, I'll just have to make do with the, uh, well, actually, I just have to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I could buy it. I could stream it. I don't know where I can stream it. Probably pirate the son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I want to own it because it's, it's Metalocalypse, man. We've been waiting for years for this. Okay, before I get onto that train again, I got a new song to talk about. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. All right, we're going to talk about the newest release from Street Power. Now, I talked about Street Power earlier this year on episode uh, 310 back in April. And that was, uh, that was plugging a song that was on their first EP, which was released in February of this year. So they've been keeping pretty busy. Yeah, they have. Yeah, so that was their first EP. It was a self-titled one. And this new album that was just released, uh, 
let me look at the date here. It was just released uh, a couple weeks ago on the 1st. This is their first LP. It's eight songs. It's barely over 15 minutes and has features up the ass, including members of <laughs> Instigate, Buried Dreams, Risk, Peace Test, The World, and Colin of Arabia. Yeah, that last one is you know, he's sort of the reason why I chose today's song, as uh, Colin himself is a well-weathered frontman and has had and still has significant standing in the Boston hardcore scene. Uh, but mainly, his voice is just fucking cool. <laughs> He's got the he's in the song of, you know, the choosing of today, Heart Turns Cold. He lays down some unhinged maniacal vocals in the passage that leads into the bridge, and he even has a laugh. And he's just, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great. Now the song itself is about how street life kind of hardens a human being and can only seek company and those who share the same experiences. And as it's the only way he can achieve sympathy or empathy rather than just pity. Oh. So, yeah, it's street power, man. you got to have a song about the streets. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the whole album is uh, it's pretty kick-ass. I'm pretty sure it's uh, clamoring to be uh, one of my favorites of this year. I've listened to it so many times this week, so many times this week, <laughs> just to get a good feel on it. But, yeah, Street Power, their first LP, released the same year as their first EP. Again, i got to commend them for that. And this is the song, Heart Turns Cold. And keep an eye out for Colin's vocals, because, oh, God, it's fucking awesome. He was the best guy around. What about the people he murdered? What murder? Silver, 
Yeah, Boston's got it going on still. They produce some of the uh, some of the fucking heaviest bands in the hardcore scene from ever since the 1980s. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got your slap shots, you got your Jerry's Kids, your Gang Green, your Bruisers, Blood for Blood, Dropkick Murphys, Street Dogs, and we have Street Power carrying on the fucking flag. <laughs> so, so yeah, good on you guys for uh, keeping the. Yeah, keeping the fucking brutality alive from the East Coast. And, yeah, like I said, this fucking album, Threads of Hate, ooh, buddy, it is chef's fucking kiss. I almost made this my great cover-to-cover album, but I had others that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> but we'll get to that later on in the episode. But for now, Dustin, let's carry it forward. Yep, got a lot of other cool new stuff that's uh, released, been shared with us, those kind of things. Let's, uh, let's get to the first one here. The band is the X-Saints. They are on Little Willie Records. It's been a while, I think, since I've played Little Willie Records release on this show. I've been getting them on... Uh, Punkanoi Worldwide regularly over there, but we've been so much music getting shared with us over here that I've been getting to a lot less stuff, and so I'm happy to get to it here. We can check it out. It's been a minute. Uh, the band the X-Saints, I was just talking about at the top of the show, they released a new single, Not Impressed, that came out on September 9th. We are going to get to that track now. Uh, go over to Little Willie Records Bandcamp. A lot of cool tracks on there. Uh, a variety of band names that uh, you, and some cool sounds. It's not all the same type of thing. Like you, you go to some of the labels on Bandcamp, and you'll get a lot of the same kind of stuff. I think here you're going to get a good variety that goes well together. This is the X Saints with the track "Not Impressed."
snotty punks. <laughs> Good stuff there. Not impressed. And no, we are not. Uh, that is the X Saints. Go check those releases. Like I said, out there over on Little Willie Records. Uh, we got more to get to. What'd you think of that one? It's been a minute since we played some some Little Willie record stuff on the Punkcast. Yeah, yeah, not since we did that uh, sort of memoriam episode when the founder died. Uh, Wasn't that the no? Uh, somebody they knew. Okay. Yes, uh, I think was in one of the bands. So uh, it has been a while. Like I said. Pretty consistent releases, a couple singles uh, every month at least, uh, and so I, I recommend getting out there. Follow them. I definitely play them pretty regularly over on Punkanoi Worldwide as well. Next up, we're going to be playing a band out of Sweden. They're from Helsingborg in Sweden. The band is Existence. We've played them before. A uh, great band that's been around since 1983. Uh, I really dig this band. Happy they got some new stuff coming out. Like it was talking about top of the show, you can go over to the Bandcamp page. I think it just officially came out today. There's two tracks there. Uh, it's called Death and Disorder. That's the track we're going to listen to. And then there's even another one, a bonus. Go check that out. Uh, the releases that they put out are on Heptown Records, so you can check those out. And they did a video for this track. So if you head over to YouTube, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, haven't had a chance, but that is on my to-do list. So you can go check out the video for Death and Disorder. Uh, the official release date is September 15th, but like I said, you can probably go check it out already. The, this track, Death and Disorder, this of the two, actually features Steve Campbell of The Exploited. So we're going to check it out now. We'll see what you think. Here is some new stuff from Existence.
death and disorder. That's existence. Oh yeah. If you're gonna pay, uh, if you're gonna pay tribute to uh, UK eighty two, you might as well you might as well have one of its own in there, even if he's, uh, you know, right. <laughs> even if he hasn't joined the exploited until twenty twenty. <laughs> I, uh, I looked it up. I was like, <laughs> wait, at what point during which uh, which tangent of the exploited did he play guitar? Because. Oh, they've had so many. <laughs> they've had so many. And yeah, he's their current one. Cool. But he's good. Damn, he's good at what he does. Yeah, that track turned out great. Go check out the other track, Existence, and that's E-X-I-S-T-E-N-Z. Great band. Been around. I mean, you were just talking about UK 82. Well, they are uh, Sweden 83, as it were. I mean, cl- right then, right at UK 82 is happening, this is a yeah. band that's sprouting up immediately at that time because of... That type of music. Yeah. Sweden 23. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 83 to 23. They've actually been a band now for 40 years. 40 years ago is when that band started. So Mm -hmm. uh, pretty awesome. And congratulations to Existence. Still putting out some new stuff. We're going to fast forward to a brand new, not brand new, but new band anyway. The band is Heel Turn. Uh, Sean, I want to thank Sean for reaching out. He actually reached out today, so I wanted to throw this on today as uh, the band Heel Turn released a single called Amber. And I've been waiting. I had, Sean reached out uh, after he started this band. It's been a little while. Uh, I think they started in 2021, and now they've got some music here coming out. I've been looking forward to checking it out, and let's do it all together. Uh, Amber is the single that came out on September 13th. The band is based out of Prague in Czechia, but I believe the band is some members in uh, uh, Czechia and some in uh, Great Britain. So uh, cool collaboration there. Hard to probably do band practice other than doing it like uh, we do our interviews. (laughs) It could work. But uh, the single again, Amber, let's get to something new here from Heel Turn. Thank you again, Sean, for reaching out and getting it on the radar. Let's all check it out. Here goes.
good stuff, brand new stuff today, brand new stuff. That's Amber from Heel Turn. Uh, the band actually has three other singles that were released this year, 2023. Antipathy, Franz Samsa, and The Way You Live Your Life is Strange. <laughs> it is? Yes. Uh, so you can go check out. There's more to check out. There's not just one track. Go check out the other tracks from Heel Turn. Uh, good stuff there. Thank you again, Sean, for reaching out. I didn't even realize that uh, the band, this was the fourth single. I thought we were getting close, like the first one or second one or something like that. For some reason, the other one slipped off the radar or didn't make it onto the radar, and now they are, so I'm looking forward to going and checking those out. It's like it's a skate punk sound. Like It's definitely skate punk, but it's a lot more, it's a lot larger than, uh, than you would assume. Like... Uh, yeah, like the guitars just have that reverb to it. Like it's just, uh, it's got so much atmosphere to it. Right. Even that intro, it was really kind of setting a mood. Yeah. You know, it just sounds like, a, yeah, skate punk's got a lot more to say. Absolutely. That is a, a very big half pipe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good stuff. Uh, Eric and I both have something a little bit older, I suppose. Not too old, but a little older anyway. Uh, to play, and then we're going to talk about some live shows before we get to some albums, as we do. Yeah. So, Eric, what do you have, and why did you pick this? Well, I picked this because, well, for one, it's a tribute to the uh, to the late and great Johnny Cash, Mr. J.R. Cash himself, who, as of the 12th of this month, which uh, at time of recording this was yesterday, is now 20 years dead. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, 20 years dead. Yeah, poor guy. He's... Dead. <laughs> poor guy. Poor his poor family. <laughs> and, and the poor whole music scene. You know, we lost a great one twenty years ago yesterday. But he was still pretty active and doing some cool stuff in those last years. So yes, it definitely the the music scene did lose somebody. It's not like he retired and was not doing anything. Like, and not that that makes a difference one way or the other. But legitimately, if things go differently and he still was alive for any number of years after, mm-hmm. I'm sure he would have been doing some uh, pretty cool stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's see. He was born back in the yeah back in the 30s, so shit. He'd be he'd be in his damn 90s with a guitar in his hand. He I'm probably, sure he probably could even wouldn't even be able to remember the songs <laughs> that he wrote five minutes ago. So yeah, that could be. But anyway, yeah, Johnny Cash. He's got a huge uh, huge body of work. And, you know, his genre, like his, yeah, he's basically genre tangible. He's respected by people who are in the, who are in the country music crowd, who are in the folk metal crowd, all the way going out to punks and metalheads and rock and rollers and pretty much everyone across the board. I haven't met a damn person at any fucking walk of musical prosperity that hates Johnny Cash. Right. You know, everyone's got a nice thing to say about him, and he's got a song for everybody. Whether you like Bible thumping Johnny Cash, or you know, train hopping outlaw Johnny Cash, <laughs> or his, or all the Johnny Cash covers, the Man in Black, whatever. He's he's done it all. That man. I can fill up a whole episode talking about Johnny Cash, but this is a this is a punk rock channel. <laughs> and speaking of which, punks have a, uh, you know, have gone into Johnny Cash's uh, chronology and have pulled some songs that they like to cover. Probably the most notable is uh, a Social D's version of Ring of Fire. Right. 
Yeah, and that's a great cover in and of itself, but that's not the one I'm talking about today. In fact, this one doesn't even exist on an album, and it's not even really by one band. And this one I first uh, heard when I saw both these bands on tour at the same time back in 2017. Those bands were Rancid and Dropkick Murphys. That tour was the Boston to Berkeley tour, the first one. And they did a... Yeah, Rancid played, Dropkick Murphys played, and then they got out on the stage at the same time, and they did a string of little cover songs that they all loved. Right. Yeah, one was, yeah, there was one by Coxbar, there was one by uh, uh, Sham69, and then there was the song Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash. And I was like, yeah, this actually makes a lot of sense. Because Tim Armstrong, he is rooted in a lot of uh, folk music. I mean, Tim Timebomb is just folk punk when you think about it. Yeah. And he sings the whole, uh, yeah, he sings the whole fucking song to himself. He's not doing any uh, back and forth with Ken or Al from Dropkick or even back and forth with Lars and Matt. Like, it's just all him. And he holds his own very well because he's got that same sort of, that same sort of drawl when you think about it. But, Yeah. I tried to see if there was an album version of this one. It would have been cool if they collaborated in the studio, but it would have been. Yeah, but unfortunately, I could only find a live version, not even an official live version. This is kind of a not even it's not a bootleg, but you know, they only ever played that song live. They didn't release it. They didn't release a live version on a CD or album or anything like that. So you can only find it on the YouTube, which is where I found the best version I could come up. So here is Rancid and Dropkick Murphys both playing Johnny Cash's Folsom, Pl- Folsom Prison Blues. Hang your head and cry. <laughs>
That railroad train was mine I bet we'd move it on A little farther down the line Far from Folsom Prison That's where we want to stay And I left that lonesome whistle Yeah, and then there's that little uh, diatribe at the end, but <laughs> but yeah, taking a classic like Folsom Prison Blues, and uh, yeah, and Rancid and Dropkick did a great, yeah, they did a great rendition of that. And again, I can't stress enough the way how uh, Tim Armstrong really held his own with those vocals, especially with how low he was able to get. That's uh, that's not easy to do. Trust me, you have to have a voice box built for that shit. Right. Uh, so yeah, Rancid and Murphys, they. Yeah, paid their just dues to uh, Johnny Cash. I haven't seen a lot of uh, uh, punk rock versions of any uh, Johnny Cash songs outside of that one and the aforementioned Ring of Fire. But uh, but one I do got to shout out is when uh, I saw Hi-Fi Murder play years ago. They did a cover of Folsom Prison Blues. And man, that was the best version I had ever heard. They just punked it the fuck out. Like, just made it... It just gave it so much more intensity to it. And I was kind of hoping that that was going to be the case when uh, Rancid and Dropkick did it, but no, you heard it. It was still pretty reserved. It still had that same uh, Johnny Cash folk style to it, uh, at least in terms of uh, tempo and uh, overall feeling to it. Uh, but they did make it their own. You know, the little piano solo where the guitar solo is. So, so yeah, I can't I can't hate it on that regard. I mean, of course I don't hate it. I played it on here because I thought it was good. <laughs> but man, if Hi-Fi Murder was able to uh, record that their version of Folsom Prison Blues, that would have been in place right here. And next episode, I'll actually play a song by uh, Johnny Cash. I would have had it on this one, but there's uh, you know, as I said at the top of this show, there's a show coming up that I had to plug and some music I had to play from one of the bands. And since that show is happening like right now, and since Johnny Cash is long dead, I'm I'm pretty sure that <laughs> that is a little bit more urgent. <laughs> I get it. That makes sense. Yeah. So I'll give a bit of a belated memoriam to uh, Johnny Cash just because I want to. In uh, next week's episode, I still haven't really decided the song because and the guy's got like maybe 500 songs under his belt. <laughs> well, you got some extra time and instead yeah. of paying tribute on one episode, you're spreading it the love over two episodes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, unfortunately it won't be like a Joe Strummer where I take up an entire episode talking about him because well, Johnny Cash isn't exactly a it's not punk music, but damn does he have the attitude. <laughs> sort of like a yeah, it's sort of like a Lemmy of Motorhead. He didn't play punk rock music, not really, but the punks loved him because of his attitude. Right. Johnny Cash's attitude was punk as fuck. That's awesome. Well, yeah. good stuff. Uh, I've got one track to play. Before we get talking about some live shows, we're going to get into it. I played this band, Blitzkrieg. Uh, they're from Newcastle in the UK. Played them on one of the episodes I was doing for Punkanoi Worldwide. We were just featuring a bunch of bands from the UK. We've moved since moved to Ireland, but I think I did... 12 or 13 episodes full of UK bands, and Blitzkrieg was on there. The band Blitzkrieg, I've read two different sets of information, and one set says they've been a band since 79, the other since 81. I don't know which one's accurate, but either way, they've been a band for over 40 years, almost my entire life, 
and I played something older on Punkanoi Worldwide. Well, they did come out with a new album called War Machine, and War Machine was released April 16th of 2021. So new, but it's about two and a half years old at this point, closing in on that anyway. And the release, I think that it's on vinyl. I think you can get hard copies of it. You got to go over to rotatorvinyl.com, which is based out of Dublin and Ireland. But if you do that, uh, I think on rotatorvinyl.com's Bandcamp page, that is, you'll be able to get War Machine there. We're going to play a track from War Machine from Blitzkrieg. So it's a new one from Blitzkrieg this time. Uh, It's a track called New World Order. I thought... Even though I'm playing something older and a classic track, I got to play this one. It's good stuff. The band's still kicking after, you know, about 40 years or so after they started as a band, they released this record, War Machine. So, fuck yeah, good for them. Let's do it. Here's New World Order from Blitzkrieg. Wake up! Yes, sickness 
wake up. Man, that was pissed. Right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could have... Uh, yeah, even if you didn't tell me that this band was 40 years old, I'd still expect that this was a pretty fresh recording. Like, a, you know, fresh in the fact that they were young. Right. Because they sound young. At least the singer does. He's still killing it. Yeah, still got something to be pissed about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that... There's people out there that need to hear it. So if you know people that need to hear it, forward it to them. Let them hear it. Like we're doing. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, great stuff. That's Blitzkrieg New World Order. I, I really like that track. Like I said, I played some old stuff on Punkinoy Worldwide. Well, here we are with some great newer stuff from a classic punk band. Eric, we got a great cover to cover albums. But before we do, we're going to talk about some live shows. Let's get into it. Yeah, I suppose we do, but it seems like you're going to be the only one talking about a live show that you attended, because I didn't attend any the last seven days. Holy shit. Well, it was me. It's you. <laughs> you're going to have your day in the sun, bud. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go over quickly. It was last night, Aces High Saloon, great venue. Everybody that plays it always talks about while they're playing. I mean, not that it's not uncommon for bands to say thank you to the venue and great venue, but I legitimately believe the bands when they say it. Uh, Aces High has great sound, great people there. Uh, for a bar, it's good amount of space, and they're getting good bands. I, I went and saw uh, the headliner, Special Duties. That's why I went, but uh, Starving Wolves are touring with them. And then uh, local and even outside of Salt Lake for sure, but favorites, Endless Struggle were there. And then from Bozeman, Montana, Goners UK. I don't know the UK mm. part, uh, what it means. It's just a tagline, like you know how some bands have uh, 77 at the end of their names. It's just like, yeah, it's kind of an ode to, yeah, Summer of Punk in 1977 over in the UK. There you go. So I guess put in like Goners UK is saying, yeah, we sound like they're from the UK. They do. They have a great sound, uh, great opening band. I mean, they're from Montana, but uh, awesome sound, great street punk sound. I got there, I think they had four tracks, so I'm not sure how many I missed. I was just, uh, I got, that's when I got there, and uh, theirs were great. Met some friends there, uh, Matt, and aka Scabs, and he was, he saw the whole set, and he was saying that they were. Really good, and the four tracks I saw were great. So, if I ever see Goners UK again, it's definitely one that I would look for. And maybe we'll have to play on the show. I remember the name, and I think where I remember that name from is when we were talking about uh, the festival. I don't know why my mind's drawn to like I'm thinking Crucial Fest because it was just here, but not that one. The <laughs> Uh, April 1 that we had, Tyler... Oh, GBC? There we go. Yeah, General Violence Conference. Right, and I think Goners UK was there, and they were one of the few, like, street punk, not hardcore, grindcore, and all those, you know, that's what the bulk of that show is made up of, and I think Goners UK, they either played the club show for it, or, like, the night before, or they were on the bill, or maybe they played both, I forget, but either way... Uh, I think that's where it reminded me of let's the band's see. name. Well, I'm looking at the uh, uh, let's see the flyer right now. I'm not seeing Goners UK on the main uh, festival flyer. Try the bar show that was like the night before the, yeah, the kickoff one. Yeah, I'm looking at that too. It doesn't look like they were on there as well. 
then I must be thinking of them from somewhere else. I thought they were on there. I know that there was at least one or two Montana bands. I think one was like the Foilies, uh, but I thought there was another one. And I'm obviously, uh, if you don't see it there, then I must be incorrect. They sounded familiar, the name did, from something. Either way, the point is, is if you see them coming to a town near you, I recommend checking them out. And the struggle was awesome, as always. Huge crowd, actually, for both those bands. The crowd was the, probably the biggest it was. And Eric and I, before the show, were having that discussion about, you know, a weeknight in a bar, and sometimes the shows start late. I mean, the music started at 9 p.m., mm. and there's four bands. The last band, Special Duties, wraps up at 12.35. Well, Garner's UK and Endless Struggle, and you could argue there's different reasons why the crowds thinned out, but I'm just going to point out that the largest crowds were for the first two bands, and then it continually thinned as we got past 11 and then past midnight, and the crowds thinned out, and it's Tuesdays. Some people still got to fucking work. All right. You sure that Goners UK, you're not mixing it up with the time they played uh, punk rock bowling? Maybe. <laughs> Did they? Was that this year? That's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm assuming. Assuming I'm going back through their uh, their Instagram. Did they play a club show or did they play the main stage? It was a club, apparently. It was. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at this post that they posted back in uh, May, May 28th. Okay. Yeah. And it's a picture of the of the stage, the drums and the bass guitar on their stand with a back the back banner having the punk rock bowling logo next to the Pabst Blue Ribbon logo. It's definitely in a club. And they, the, god damn, the comments, the, not even the comments, the text that goes with the fucking picture. There we go. It says, let her rip. And it, yeah, and it tags the nobodies and the slight and jerk and themselves. Oh, maybe that's where, I don't know. I've obviously got it all completely wrong. And so whatever I said, inaccurate, we're going to go with they're cool. And I definitely recommend you see them if you get a chance. They're from Bozeman, Montana. Mm -hmm. uh, Matt knew that much about them. And then they're cool. And The Struggle, I've seen them quite a few times. And they're great every single time. They were saying they have new music that's coming out. And Again? Yes. Fuck yeah. Yeah, they said uh, they were playing like title track off their new album that's supposed to come next. I think they released something last year, right? 2022? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. it was. Yeah. See, Endless Struggle. I know they had the album that came out that came out this year. Oh. But he said it was... The Where Do We Go Now. And that's pretty new, right? Where Do We Go Now? Yeah, it was released in February. He was saying that they had new music... And maybe, I don't know, maybe he's referring to that. I thought he was saying that they just recorded. Anyway, Andy Patterson was drumming for him. Yeah, he was. Yes. Yeah, that guy's, uh, he's been the hired gun for many bands for the past 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess for the few shows that they did for this specific tour, and as of recently, Andy Patterson's been drumming for him. He was great. And the struggle was great. I don't think I'd seen Starving Wolves previously for whatever reason, and... Uh, they were cool. They put on a great show, and then I got to see Special Duties. They've been around for since '77, yeah. <laughs> so uh, a long time. And they just put out their new album, I think, uh, a year ago, 2021 or 2022, seven days a week. Uh, that came out on Violated Records, Creep Records. I picked up a vinyl copy while I was there, and the shirt that I'm wearing right now. So. 
Uh, awesome. They were great. I really enjoyed seeing them. Starving Wolves bass player, he was filling in on the tour for him. So Starving Wolves bass players pulling double duty uh, through the tour. Uh, it was great, though. They mm-hmm. were awesome. Crowd loved them. Uh, pretty good turnout. I would say that it was half or more, uh, you know, for a Tuesday night. It was pretty good. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Slapshot show in a couple weeks. That's down to like 30 tickets left. So, and there's still two weeks from Friday. So, if you're going to go to that Slapshot show, you probably should get your tickets out there, people. Oh, yeah. Or, <laughs> or fight your way into the venue. <laughs> right? You can just stand outside because you can definitely hear the music outside and there'll be fights on the sidewalk. Yeah. Circle pits, mosh pits, whatever. You're going to have something going on there. Anyway, that concert, really great. Ace is always uh, it's just a good venue. I, I recommend if you're playing bars and you're coming through Salt Lake, Aces, and try to book early because they are most of the days each week. They have something going on there, so definitely uh-huh. reach out early so you, you can get in there. Oh, I know. God, I know. Someone has <laughs> tried to land shows there before. It's a, it's a pain in the ass. You need to get a couple months in advance. And also, talking of Aces, the last time Goners UK was here, they were playing at Aces with All Systems Fail and Hi-Fi Murder and Endless Struggle. It was their record release show, oh. which was back in April. <laughs> I know I've seen that band, so I've probably just seen their name on several flyers, and I'm obviously confusing it with stuff that isn't accurate. So moving on from there, Eric, do you have any live shows that are coming up that you would like to plug, mention, oh, yeah, all I, those kind of things? Oh, yeah, I've got, I got plenty that i got to fucking plug, um, and most of them land on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the 15th, I'm going to get it right out of the way. I hate fucking God and goat <laughs> whore and cancer Christ. Nice. Yep, they're all, those three are fucking coming to Aces High Saloon. There's only a few tickets left. Last time I checked two days ago, Aces High posted 15 left. Wow. So if you want it, they're $30 if you buy it in advance. And if you wait day of, $35. Or if you get there early enough, free. Because <laughs> the bar is still open. Nice. Anyway, that's, uh, yeah, this Friday, the 15th at 8 p.m. On the 16th, Eardrums, Tainted Ink, Mauled, and Leech, 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 L-I-C-H, be playing at Black Lung. That's going to be $12, starts at 7 p.m. On the 18th, College Radio, Frick, The Lovely Robot, and Catgrove Street, be playing at the Beehive. That is $10, starts at 7 p.m. On the 19th, the... <laughs> the guys from the Metalcore Dropouts Tour is coming to Salt Lake. The Metalcore Dropouts Tour will feature Devil Wears Prada, Fit for a King, Counterparts, and Landmark. So, okay. so yeah, all you MySpace kids from the 2000s, get your fucking dancing shoes on, pull out, the, pull out that straightener, get that hair and that sweet-ass <laughs> eyeliner going, and... <laughs> Find if you can still fit into any form of skinny jeans. And by this point, probably bring your uh, most likely now teenage son and or daughter to the show and show them the music on which you grew up. So, yeah. And I hope that you can afford it because it's $42. That's after all the fees and everything. Okay. Yeah, $42. $10 per band, so it's not, not terrible. But still, it's quite a bit. Right. Anyway, that's at the complex starting at 6 p.m. And now let's get to the 23rd. There are three shows happening on the 23rd. Three. First, 
Oliver Rock is celebrating their third anniversary. Cool. Their third anniversary. They asked my band if we wanted to play it, but they asked us when we still had a bassist. Oh, (laughs) nice. So that's unfortunately not the case. I had to drop out from that one. I mean, typically speaking, I could have covered on bass, but we also would have been down another guitarist because uh, DK was going to be in Arizona that day. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Playing as a three-piece, I don't want to play an instrument and sing at the same time. Not in this band anyway. I'm a front man for this fucking band. (laughs) And Oliver, that was the best show we ever had. Ever. And I wanted... If I want it to be our next best show that we ever had, I got to be given it full fucking force. So, sorry, Sid. She was rather insistent that we fucking play that as a three-piece. I'm like, I'm, no, we're not going to. Just <laughs> drop it. I'm El Capitano of this ship. <sighs> but anyway, who's going to be playing this? Ulteriors, Lovelace, Necrowolf, and Fancy Lads. Yeah, the Fancy Lads. It's... A significantly smaller show than uh, last year's anniversary show. That one had uh, almost three times as many bands on that bill. Wow. Yeah, the most of them were power violence bands. Okay, not most of them, but a good chunk of them were power violence bands. It only had 20-minute sets, so it wasn't, that, it wasn't that big of a deal. But it was a great show nonetheless. Cool. It had fucking Death Blow on it. Death nice. Blow kicks ass. Okay. But yeah, this one's going to be great. I mean, Ulteriors are fucking awesome. I love seeing them. Fancy Lads, I saw them for the first time a few months ago. A uh, show that Apathetics was playing with, uh, with them at the Metro. And yeah, they are damn good. Really precise. Nice to know that Scott's still alive. Anyway, elsewhere, over at Aces High, the modifiers are coming with the Disorderlies, Burning Avenues, and Knuckles. And that's and knuckles with the ampersand in front of the word knuckles. No okay. space. So just to verify. <laughs> I don't know why kids are doing that. Whatever. That ace is high, $15, and it starts at 8 p.m. And finally on the 23rd, <laughs> the band Livid, the band's Livid and Rankinvile will be coming through to Salt Lake with Bandit, Fuckskin, and Narc all opening up for them. Ribbons had to drop out of that one for Reasons, I don't know. Uh, anyway, that's going to be at the Beehive. That'll be $15, starts at 7 p.m. I'm going to go to that one because, well, I love Rankinvile. They're <laughs> fucking awesome. Livid, I haven't heard. Bandit, I haven't heard. Fuckskin and Narc, I see them every other week, it seems. <laughs> yeah, Fuckskin, <laughs> that was the one that played that pop-up parking lot show in the fucking uh, uh, DTM. Right. <laughs> the one that lasted way too fucking long. God damn, but I didn't even really know what was going on. Sid just wanted to be, hey, get your ass down here. You're not going to fucking believe this. No, Sid, I believe you, but I'll come and humor the idea. (laughs) Anyway, for further analysis, uh, I refer you to last week's episode. Anyway, finally, on the the 29th, I'm just going to plug it right now. That slap shot, sheer terror, and skull crack over at Aces High. That apparently is also their third anniversary show. Oh. Yeah. So a lot of anniversary shows this year. Oliver for two and Aces for three. So how do we celebrate it? Yeah, get one of the hardest fucking straight edge bands to play in your fucking (laughs) bar. Right. (laughs) It's not even local. (laughs) But hey, that's no easy feat. Slapshot hadn't played Salt Lake since I don't know when. Right. (laughs) Who Who the fuck remembers that? I remember Conrad telling me they were never going to come back here. I was like, why? Oh, wait, straight edge, 90s, you know, the whole fucking, uh, 
you know, gangland thing happened. Yeah, of course, uh, Salt Lake was not sitting well with the whole straight edge community at that point with the hardliners doing their fucking thing. You know, the pipe bombs at McDonald's, the mink farms set them free and get, get run over on the highway. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a difficult time. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but it seems like a lot of that... Uh, Tension has mulled over, and Slapshot is coming back here, and uh, a lot of those uh, old Salt Lake heads have uh, grown up, and they have families and, you know, records that they don't want uh, <laughs> any more blemishes on, I'm sure. <laughs> so, right. So, yeah, there's, uh, but, you know, we'll see what happens with the new blood that brings in. So, yeah, Slapshot, I'm excited to see them again. But Sheer Terror, I've never seen those guys. And Sheer Terror is awesome. And, uh, and I think it's funny how the bulldog has been kind of a uh, kind of an emblem for a lot of uh, uh, skinhead bands and uh, even some hardcore bands. Even the Bostones use the fucking bulldog as their logo, right? But the singer of Sheer Terror, Paul Bearer, he is like the human embodiment of a bulldog. <laughs> I mean, if you see the guy, he looks like he's got some flappy jowls. <laughs> Yeah, and he owns up to it. I mean, I reference you to the album Ugly and Proud. <laughs> and right. it's not the only album that features a, a bulldog on the cover. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but it's good shit. It's, uh, it's some good shit to listen to. Sheer Terror, I'm excited to see them. Of course, I'm excited to see Slapshot, if not frightened a little bit. <laughs> not for the band itself, but for the people they attract. Right. Last time I saw Slapshot was also in a bar in Vegas, no less. <laughs> One of the most violent shows I've ever been to. <laughs> so many fights breaking up around me. I've heard that from a few sources that Slapshot is one of the more violent shows you will go see. Yeah, I mean, it's hockey hardcore. <laughs> All time hardcore! <laughs> there's some cross checking going on. Yeah, oh, but they're super fun. And I actually got to talk to Choke for a minute. Nice dude. That's awesome. Yeah, so that's all I got for shows coming up, and goddamn, September's a loaded month, but October is even more loaded. Holy shit, there's so many shows in October. Well, I'm going to quickly mention a few so we can get on to the albums. Uh, the Special Duties just finished up here. They're in Phoenix tonight, which, no, sorry, uh, they're in Las Vegas tonight at Dive Bar, so hopefully you're already attending. They're in Phoenix on the 14th, Pomona uh, at Characters on the 15th, and They'll be wrapping up their U.S. tour with Starving Wolves, uh, First Street Billiards in L.A. this Saturday, the 16th. So if you want to see them, that's your opportunity. Uh, a tour coming up, I'm going to quickly mention, it starts on the 27th, goes through October 16th. But the re and it's going to go from basically, it looks like mostly just East Coast, Canada. But you're going to get Murphy's Law with Rum Jacks, who are from Australia, Barstool Preachers, and Grade 2 also from the UK, both those bands from the UK. So uh, one you want to plan for. Uh, the shows I'm going to mention on the 15th, this is in at St. Vitus Bar, which this is in New York, I want to say. Yeah, this is a New York show. It is. Uh, and it's Vitus. Vitus, okay, St. Vitus Bar. It's named after the band. <laughs> okay. Uh, and this is Manhattan Avenue. It's in New York. Uh, the band you're going to see is Common Turn Sect from France, 
in New York City for the first time. So get out there. It's only 20 bucks in advance, 25 at the door. And you also get to see four other bands, 45 Adapters, Mad Mulligans, two great bands there, Vaccine, which is V-A-X-I-N-E, and Moral Panic. Don't know those ones, but being included on that bill with those other three great bands, I would definitely, I'm going to go check out who they are already. But it's, it looks like it's a 6 p.m. show, five bands that you're going to get to see there. Uh, our friends in the, the babies part of the Soap Babies, they're going to be doing their uh, East Coast Weekender, September 29th in Wallingford, Connecticut at Cherry Street Station, and September 30th in Boston at Sammy's Patio. You can go check out Soap Baby, so definitely going to want to do that, uh, Boston and Connecticut. Uh, then on Saturday the 23rd, Oxblood will be playing with Persecuted Oysters, Down Not Out, and that's at, in Austin, Texas, at Austin Tunnels. Uh, more bands are going to be announced. Show's supposed to start at 8 p.m., and it's an all-ages show. You're getting Oxblood from New York, which is fantastic. You're going to get the Persecuted. Other bands are going to get added. Uh, that is a really cool uh, lineup right there. And I only have two others that I'm going to mention. That one I've been mentioning the at La Fiesta. That's what it's called, La Fiesta. That's the name of the show. It'll be in Milwaukee on October 14th and 15th. The bands you're going to get to see on October 14th, Hunting Lions, Get Rad, Zor, Fast Plants, Splatter Pattern, Death in Custody, Murder Generation. And then on the 15th, you get to see Oxblood. I was just talking about them. Assault and Battery, Fear City, Court Street, Scrappers, Severed. Uh, our pal Johnny's band, Bad Assets, Old Salt, Shitbag. I know the majority of those bands, a lot of great bands there. And go follow any of those bands, and you'll get more details as it gets closer. I am looking at a flyer that came out on August 20th, so I don't know if anything's changed. We you know how those things change. But it's in Milwaukee. Maybe the lineup has changed. I'll have to look at getting an updated flyer. And the last thing is, uh, next episode, we will be talking with uh, our pal Troy of Bricks and Mortar. Bricks and Mortar's up to a bunch of cool stuff. And I want to mention that they've got some shows coming up. On the 21st, they'll be in San Diego at the Marrow. Uh, Proof in Honolulu, Hawaii on the 22nd. On the 23rd, Anna O'Brien's in Oahu, Hawaii. <laughs> then they'll be at Request in Maui on the 24th. And then from there, they hop over to Japan. They're going to play four shows in Japan. So cool. They're going to do one in San Diego, probably because they're flying from... Uh, Boston to the West Coast to then fly over to Hawaii. So they're going to do one show there, then a couple shows in Hawaii, which is cool shit. And then uh, Japan, they'll be on the 28th at the Wall in Shinjuku City. And then on the 29th, Nimandenatsu, which is in Suganami City. They'll be at the Rat Hole on the 30th which is in Chofu slash Tokyo, or I guess it's an area of Tokyo, I'm going to guess. And then at Moonstep, which is in Nakano City on October 1st. So Bricks and Mortar, Oi, uh, is where you'll find that. We're going to have more details for it next week. Looking forward to talking with Troy about that here, uh, and you'll get to hear those details. And we're going to do a post-tour to talk about all the cool stuff that they did, saw, and so forth. But on with this show. A post-tour? Yeah. <laughs> Give me the post-tour interview. Yes. Post-tour <laughs> interview. All right. So we are going to get back to the show, the music. Eric, let's get into your album. What would you pick? I picked the EPXY by the band Final Prayer. 
They are an old school hardcore band. Well, I mean, old school is like a, they they formed in two thousand four, and they're also from Berlin. 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 Yeah, they had a pretty good run. They uh, released a series of uh, EPs and splits. They appeared on a few compilations and released three EPs, uh, EPs, LPs, right here, right now in 2006, Filling the Void in 2008, and I Am Not Afraid in 2012. And this EP uh, was, according to their discogs, their last official release, uh, and that was released in 2014. And they disbanded a year later. And... While not playing shows or releasing new music, they are still very active on their social media. They're promoting other shows and also other charities that go uh, that go off in their native Germany. And that's really testament to the message of hardcore itself, is it not? Right. You know, that while you may not play in a band or, you know, do anything of that, that sort on a musical front, you can still support the community and make a difference. Absolutely. So, yeah, pretty awesome. That is awesome. So yeah, the uh, so yeah, this EP, it, I gotta commend my uh, friend and roommate uh, Nikki for showing me these guys. She's uh, always trying to figure out new music. Like uh, me and her uh, last week, we were just kind of going down a list of all these fucking bands. It's like, what punk bands did I miss? Oh boy, that's, <laughs> it's a loaded question. You got a couple hours to spare, <laughs> and that's kind of what we did. We just went through her uh, YouTube music account. And I was like, yeah, this band, this album, this album, this album, that's all great to listen to, and this one, that one, this one, that one. We just did that for a long time. Awesome. Meanwhile, she showed me something that I didn't know, and that is this band. That's cool. Yep. Final Prayer. I got so hooked on their uh, on the first song from this album, which I believe was uh, uh, Departed. Yeah, the first song that was on this EP. And I loved that so much. I was like, oh, I got to plug this song on the album, uh, on, the, on the, the episode, the podcast, whatever. <laughs> but then I went and listened to the rest of this EP, and I found, oh, wait, these guys actually have uh, some better songs. Holy shit. <laughs> Why have I been sleeping on these guys? <laughs> well, probably because they're from uh, another country and uh, weren't as big over here, though they did. They did tour with some pretty, uh, you know, with some heavyweights and hardcore, like, uh, you know, like Hatebreed and Comeback Kid and whatnot. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, what are these songs that are apparently better than the EP opener? Well, nothing in return. It feels like uh, the best parts of thrash and old school hardcore with chants and breakdowns and fast parts and hefty doses of headbanging as a result. So, yeah, nothing to return. Let's, uh, let's go into this one. It's fast. It's intense. It's a bloody mess. Let's have fun. I thought to you, but you're never there. You've only once eaten a princess. I keep on trying, but you do not care. We're not on this catching
That's a that's a pretty hefty delivery right there. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? When no one cares. So moving on from there, Bonded by Passion is the other choosing. Why did I choose this one? Well, because it's a little bit of the opposite of what we just heard. It's more closely related to the silence of a comeback kid, is that it's got more of the trademark hardcore strong points like the you know, the breakdowns and the, you know, the thrashy riffing and shit like that. But it mixes in more melody and allows uh, Stefan, their singer, to... Uh, actually, he's from Germany, so it's Stefan. Stefan. Yeah, Stefan, uh, to sing a little bit more. You know, he's not, he's not super melodious, doesn't have soaring vocals, you know. Don't expect him to be singing like he's, you know, like he's in a power metal fucking band. <laughs> but, you know, the same way that Lemmy could carry a, a melody. There you go. And just as well as the song is a bit more uh, uplifting with its lyrics about endurance. So it's supposed to make you feel a little, uh, a little more positive. Cool. So yeah, here's Bonded by Passion. One song, 
So there you go. There was bonded by passion. A little, uh, yeah, a little different from the aggro nature of the uh, previous song, but this one's still aggressive in its own right, much like a lot of uh, you know melodic hardcore music is. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, there you go. There was a final prayer from Berlin. They had a good, uh, almost uh, over ten year run from '04 to 2015, and. You know, it's uh, it sucks. They're just about due for uh, a ten year retirement. <laughs> it's like, come on, how about a ten year reunion like we did with high school? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I doubt they'll make it back over here for anything like that. That's how uh, most uh, most hardcore bands who have been out for a while they'll just like, you know, they'll resurface. They'll play a one off show in their hometown just for the you know the diehard fans, or they'll sure. do like a big festival. Yeah, it would take a. It would take quite a fucking, uh, quite a tour to get them, you know, back out on the road again, right. so to speak. Yeah, but but whatever. Like I said before, uh, you know, before we started playing the music, they still are. Uh, you know, they're active on the social media platforms, just sharing all the different events going around in their in their native land. You know, be they musical or be they charitable, they're still giving back to the scene, which is awesome. That's cool. So yeah, so yeah, that that's it. Final prayer, fucking uh, killer guys. I'll have to t- check out the rest of the discography, even though it pains me that I won't be able to see him live. Right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Representing. Yep. Good to know that some hardcore bands are still representing Berlin. Right. 
Absolutely. Because they're killing it. <laughs> and well, thank cool. you. And thank you, Nikki, for showing them to me. Yeah, isn't it great when we get to share things? You know, doing this, we get to share with other people some cool stuff that we come across. But it's awesome when other people come to us and say, hey, have you checked this out? I really like this band. And you're like, oh, I didn't know them. (laughs) They're good. I like it. Thank you. (laughs) I love that. Those are some of the greatest connections I can build with people. Right. This is like the second band that she showed me that's not like a... uh, cyber goth or industrial type music is she's a she, she's a rivet head by nature and sort of a crusty in the same sense but this is the first uh, this is the second punk band hardcore band that she showed me that i hadn't heard of the first one is the skinhead band worst nice. she's like yeah my favorite is the worst band ever the worst <laughs> band i'm like yeah yeah i get it you have a habit of running jokes into the fucking ground lady but <laughs> but yeah thank you nonetheless <laughs> Cool, well, we're going to get to my album. My album is the band The Outcasts with their album Self-Conscious Over You. Uh, I did play the title track on Punkanoi Worldwide as I was talking about earlier when uh, doing UK episodes. And uh, when I was going over this album, picking a track from the band The Outcasts because uh, it was on the Northern Ireland part of UK episode, uh, and that's because the band's from Belfast, uh, I was listening. It's like, man, this is a really good album. Like, I'd heard a couple of the tracks, but didn't realize how much I liked the album. And it kind of made me think of some of those albums, like Blitz. I played some of those classic, cool punk albums that I just hadn't listened to or in a long time, or even hadn't listened to completely. And this one went through, even struggling when Eric was driving up today. I was still picking between three tracks, and finally I just said, fuck it, I'm going to go with these two specific tracks. <laughs> even happens. though there are seven, several other ones from the album, uh, Self-Conscious Over You, that I would pick. There's a lot of great stuff. Uh, the band formed in early 1977, but disbanded in 85. Uh, they did release an EP in 2019 on Violated Records, so I mean, they're back at that point, but I don't know if they're like longevity back or if they just came back and like, hey, we got something we want to do. But great stuff nonetheless. This album, Self-Conscious Over You, came out in 1979. It is older than me because I highly doubt it came out in the last week and they definitely recorded all the shit before I existed. So uh, there you go. Uh, (laughs) It's older than me and it's fantastic. I love it. Great. Thanks for the history lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into a track from it. Uh, this track is called Love You For Never, and it's The Outcasts.
classic punk sound. Yeah, it is. I love the bass on that one. How right? it's just like, doom, doom, doom. Yeah, how it's matching up with the drums. I mean, that's, ex- that's right. expected. <laughs> but to be so high up on the fretboard, the doo, 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 I'm like, that's nice. Right? <laughs> great stuff coming out from 1979, The Outcast, man. It is a great album. Definitely, I don't know, like beginning stages of uh, what pop punk became to be. I mean, who, uh, why is my mind drawn a blank? The band was one of those uh, 77 bands, uh, fucking UK band. Why is my. One of the Buzzcocks? There you go. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't come up with the fucking words. Like, I know the songs. Anyway, uh, kind of maybe in that vein of, of music there, but you have to hear the other tracks too. Uh, the one that I was going to play uh, would have been good. It's almost uh, like a, hey, it's fucking Halloween and spooky scary and there's movies about murderers and shit like that out. That's kind of the theme for Halloween, right? And uh, Kind of. <laughs> that track, so you go check out the album, but that track uh, uh, is definitely would have been fitting and maybe I will play it again next month though it's not specifically that you know like a Halloween track it is called the cops are coming but <laughs> I mean that is pretty scary yeah, the cops are coming but it's because he basically stabbed her <laughs> oh <laughs> so uh, great track <laughs> we're gonna get into and wrap this up so we can get into wrapping up the show uh, again, Outcasts. Uh, the album's called Self Conscious Over You. We are going to check out a track called You're a Disease or You're a Disease. So here goes. Side. 
I catch? You know, the voice sounds a bit like uh, uh, if you take Pete Shelley and Colin Fowle and put them together. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, like it's got the same... Uh, Let's see. They hit the same tone. They like hit the same uh, vocal tone. Like the uh... ah man, I don't even. I can't even remember what it's called. I definitely <laughs> don't know. You know when you hit a how many octaves you can hit? Range. Jesus Christ, go. it's range. <laughs> they have the same vocal range. Uh, those two, but it's like Pete Shelley is a little bit more. Uh... Let's see. It's a little lower. Okay. Just a little lower than Colin, so it's just kind of right in between there. I, I like it. I dig the sound. I definitely can be in the mood. You, you know, we were just talking, uh, doing an interview that everybody will get to hear next week, and we were talking about 80s music, right? Like, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of times where I'm just like, cool, just throw some 80s, whatever on, and I'm good. And then classic punk like this is the same for me. Yeah. It's like... You know, throw on some classic punk, and I'm almost never going to be like, eh, I don't know if I'm in the mood. You know, like, sometimes, like, I love hardcore music, but sometimes I'm like, ah, I, don't, I don't know if I'm into it right now, you know. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little too fast. Maybe I'm, I don't know, whatever. But that great sound, uh, Outcasts, again, go check out that album. Go check out that band, man. Uh, again, it's one of those, like, blitz. Like, you can look back. You can see... Uh, the old T-shirts and the shit, and you're like, oh, yeah, the Blitz are really good. But then when you go back and actually listen to the album, then you realize how great a lot of the, that music is and how good oh, yeah. they did. It just really is a legit great album, and so was this one from The Outcast. So go check out the other one, Self-Conscious Over You. Eric, it's about time to wrap up the show, though, so let's uh, let's get into you were already talking about. It. I mean, spoiler alert, not, yeah. that, not no. that we hide them very well on who we play on the show, but uh, spoiler alert. No, but yeah, if anything, it's uh, not so much about keeping intrigue, but it's just sort of like, ooh, he's going to talk about this band? Let me fast forward. <laughs> so fast forwarding through a two-hour and some odd minutes uh, long episode where it's mostly audio is just, where it's mostly audio, where it's mostly just us talking, is quite a bit of a pain in the ass. So if you made it this far, yeah, I commend you. Now, you were <laughs> saying about how you like listening to music, listening to nice punk rock music, it just soothes you. Well, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about some depressing <laughs> shit right here. This is, we're going to talk about the fucking metal band I Hate God. I've talked about I Hate God a few times on this show. And mostly it was uh, taking, there were songs taken from the album uh, Take As Needed for Pain. And this time I actually have a reason for playing something from there <laughs> because they are celebrating its 30 year anniversary. It was released back in 1993. Uh, just, uh, yeah, just about five years after the band had started. You've been a band for five years and you create a fucking classic. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what, yeah, they are touring as, uh, you know, it's sort of celebration of that album. Because it's their seminal record. You know, you think I Hate God, you think of, wow, that name is pretty fucking, yeah. And they spell it that way, too? Yes, <laughs> I Hate God is an I, the little fucking uh, sphere that you have in your head, and hate God, all one word, <laughs> because it's cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, some, uh, some background about it. I Hate God. They for formed in New Orleans in 1988, Influenced by a lot of metal and hardcore punk to create a 
you know, to create an onslaught of uh, downtune bluesy guitar riff from uh, uh, from Jimmy Bauer and also Joey LaCaze's uh, slow rhythms. And you combine that with Mike Williams or Mike Nine, his tortured vocals centered around addiction and substance abuse. Yeah, that sounds sounds great, right? <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun to listen to because the music is lively. It's just like, oh man. I mean, I'll get to that in a minute. But "Take Is Needed for Pain" it's their second album, and it's their debut release on Century Media Records, and is like I said, widely regarded as their sort of flagship album uh, by their fans and critics alike. I mean. Uh, metal Hammer magazine named it one of the most essential sludge metal albums in its in its top ten sludge metal albums list, and it it also cracked a spot on Rolling Stone's top one hundred greatest metal albums of all time. So, wow, yeah, it's a force to be reckoned with. Sounds like it. Yeah, and I did some research on the recording of this album, and it was recorded in Studio Thirteen which is a room on the 13th floor of an abandoned department store in New Orleans. And at the time, Mike Nine was homeless and was living in an abandoned flea-infested room above a strip club. Wow. And it was walking distance from the studio, so pretty, uh, I guess, convenient. (laughs) Anyway, but on top of that, he was also heavily addicted to heroin and was also an alcoholic. And it's all reflected in a lot of his lyrics, despite him not really, uh, he's gone on record saying he doesn't really plan out what to write about. He more just kind of listens to the music and write about what, you know, how it makes him feel. Okay. And it's like, and he just sort of draws from that. And he's also said that he's not trying to write a story or trying to push a message or anything like that. It's, you know, the, the music, the words are out there and it's uh, up to the listeners to sort of ascribe their own meanings to it. Okay. I'm like, okay, well, that's good, because most of the lyrics I can't fucking understand. <laughs> like, I can't understand his vocals. They're so, man, it's, they're damn near indecipherable. Even some of the lyrics don't even, they're, they're not all there. <laughs> like, I tried to find the lyrics to uh, today's pick, and they only have four lines. Four lines. I'm like, he is saying a lot more words than that, I can tell you. <laughs> it's a six-minute song. He is saying a lot more than that. Anyway, and so yeah, this album, it's got a lot of you know, songs like Sister Fucker, parts one and two, and Shoplift. They fall more into a mid-tempo side of things with uh, increments to the slower kind of Sabbath riffs that uh, really let the music breathe. And then $30 Bag is a rager the whole way through while allowing some groove insertion. And Crimes Against Skin and Kill Your Boss are harrowing sluggers. They, you know, where it's not so much about the chords themselves, but the space in between. Okay. <laughs> so they let that shit draw the fuck out. And it's also spliced together with, like, audio recordings of uh, medical instructional tapes on disturbance. And also some harsh sonic noise. And on the song Laugh It Off, it's, that's the closer of the album with a bunch of uh, uh, repeated dialogue just uh, spliced together, and it's they're just repeating on top of each other. And then there's uh, also some laughter, hence the, hence the title, Laugh It Off. And, of course, even that's repeating. Okay. <laughs> and then you get the one little Hail Mary full of grace. Hail Mary full of grace. Just says it twice, and that's it. Okay. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's really weird. <laughs> really weird. Anyway, for the song that I chose, it's the title track. 
take as needed for pain. It falls into the latter category I was saying about like being slow and uh, kind of uh, really, uh, really somber. <laughs> it's a six-minute epic that just shows off a lot of the Sabbath riff worship, and it's uh, got a fair share of groove with, but the slower parts in the bridge just really build the intensity. They're just like hammering that shit down, like din, 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 din. It's almost like they're created their own breakdown in a doom metal song okay <laughs> yeah. and it's all while mike is screaming mostly incoherent vocals like i said as if he were an addict going through withdrawals which by all rights he probably was Could be. <laughs> so yeah i mean i told you the sort of setting of this uh this uh record and uh and yeah mike williams if you listen to his interviews he's gone through a lot gone through quite a bit so yeah, no more beating around that bush anymore. Let's uh, go swimming through the sludge. He also has gone on saying he doesn't understand the term sludge metal. He's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> but it, it makes sense. You come from the swampy-ass state of the United States and the fucking Louisiana. So, yeah, it's sludgy. It's your, <laughs> it's your environment. <laughs> Art imitates reality. Okay, here's Take as Needed for fucking pain.
yeah, slap that smile off your face. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, in case you hadn't heard it. That's I hate God. I think the best way I can sum them up is if uh, you know Sabbath they did cocaine. I hate God did heroin. <laughs> it's taking the doom metal sounds of old and dragging it through the swampy, grimy underbelly of Louisiana and then get it drunk, strung out, and let it ooze on the surface of metal. <laughs> let it ooze on the face. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah, I hate God. Happy 30th anniversary to take as needed for pain. I got the shirt. I got the record. I should probably see if they actually have lyrics on there in the, <laughs> in the album sleeve. And I'm going to fucking enjoy seeing them at Ace's High Saloon. It will be my third time seeing them and my third time seeing Goat Whore as well. But unfortunately, I'm not playing with Goat Whore this time. That would have been awesome. That would have been fucking dope. But it's okay. I did it before. <laughs> well... Yeah. I'm going to wrap up the show with some Beck. I didn't have anything specific shared uh, that kind of fits this category, and so I'm going to kind of go back into some alternative stuff. And thought, you know, I, I played Beck one other time on the show. It was on episode 40, which was way back in probably like early 2018 or something like that. I played the track Sex Laws. So as I try to do with especially a lot of these in the alternative category, pick bands I enjoy but maybe not the the hitters. I was asking Eric before we were getting going today, are you familiar with Beck? And he's like, nothing after I'm a Loser, which was on that Mellow Gold, I think is what the name of that album was, Mellow Gold, something like that. Yeah. I'm just like, yes, Beck, we know you're a loser. And, we've been tr- <laughs> and we want to kill you, but the radio is making that incredibly difficult to do so. True. True. Well, the album that came out, that was actually his fourth album, I believe, Mellow Gold. The album that came out after was Odelay. And it actually had a lot of hits. It might have been one of his biggest hits as far as albums go. But I picked one on there that wasn't one of the hit singles that I enjoyed. Bit Mellow. So we're going to go from Eric's Mellow Sludgy Metal to something that is... Still on the mellow spectrum, but probably on the other end of the mellow spectrum. <laughs> uh, a couple things about Beck, if you didn't know. So Odelay actually came out 27 years ago. It's June of 1996. And if you didn't know, like Giovanni Rabisi, people know him. He's an actor, right? I don't know if you know him offhand based on the blank look on your face. But if Not- you looked him up, you would probably say, oh, I've seen him in TV shows, movies, so forth. Anyway. Okay, let's see if I recognize the fucker's face. <laughs> Beck, a.k.a. Beck Hansen, uh, that's his name. But yeah, Beck... Not Jeff Beck. Right. Uh, he was married to Giovanni Rabisi's twin sister for 15 years. They have kids together. At least one kid. Uh, I don't know how many kids total they have. I don't know Beck that well, but I know they have at least one. Uh, I think it was like 2004 to 2019, something like that. They were married, so they're no longer married, but they were married for 15 years. And it's Giovanni Rabisi's twin sister. Uh, again, Eric's looking it up. I guess he'll see if he recognizes Giovanni Rabisi. I recognize his face, yes. Yeah. I remember seeing him in Ted, at least that. Yeah. <laughs> He's been in movies, TV shows, and so forth. Uh Sex Laws is more along the lines of this track, not specifically some of the other tracks that might be bigger, more popular. 
Uh, but Sex Laws was off Midnight Vultures, off of Odelay. We're going to play the track Jackass. Like I said, it's a bit more mellow, but I like it. We'll see what you think. Here goes.
Yeah, he sounded like a jackass in the end. <laughs> sure did. It's one of those songs that you think it's building and it's going to build to something, but it, it doesn't. It, it kind of just kind of fades into, it kind of builds like where you think it's going to go, like maybe pick it up a little bit, something more, but it just kind of stays mellow and kind of fades away. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> That's Beck. Kind of uh, say that about his career. <laughs> <laughs> Eric does not appear to be a big fan of Beck, and I'm not trying to claim that I am either, but he does have probably, uh, you know, and I have, first off, I have not listened to his entire discography, and that's to say, like, there's albums that I haven't heard tracks from, but there are several tracks, probably at least eight or so, that I really do enjoy. I think uh, just a good mood, you know, it's like, yeah, this is cool, man. I, I dig it. But generally speaking, we were talking about certain musics earlier. It's not one of those genres of music in general. So it's not specific to Beck, but it's not one of those genres in general. Like classic alternative, soft alternative. I don't know what you'd want to call it, right? But it's alternative because yeah. it got played on the alternative channels, but it's more of like soft rock alternative or something in, along those uh, realms because it's not heavier like you would get out of like Stone Temple Pilots or Corn uh, or you, you know I'm trying to think of the stuff that kind of fit that alternative when yeah. this was going around and you know some of the alternatives new metal but besides the point the point is a little more mellow a little more laid back and sometimes man I'm in the mood for it yeah alternate acoustic there you go. Uh, good stuff. That wraps up the show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening all the way up to this point on episode 333. Uh, you the can... Holy Trinity. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you can find the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Player FM, Podvine, Podchaser, Verbal, SLCPunkCast.com, and I'm sure plenty of other places. You can find the bands on Instagram at StreetPowerBHC, at Little Willie Records, at Existence Official. Remember, that's E X I S T E N Z at Heel Turn Band, at Punk underscore Blitzkrieg underscore UK underscore, at I Hate God NOLA, I'll spell it out, NOLA being N-O-L-A if that wasn't clear. New Orleans, Louisiana. Yes. And the show's at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at scaryuncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. Find my bands Anonymous and Apathetics on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official and at theapathetics.slc. Find us on Facebook at Anonymous SLC and at The Apathetics. And find us on Bandcamp at Anonymous SLC and theapathetics.bandcamp.com. And we narrowed it down to two bassists, by the way. Oh, good. For Anonymous. And, uh, yeah, one of them just uh, didn't work out. Showed up, and uh, we tried to teach him. And, oh, my God, he just he could not get it. <laughs> Showed him our easiest song. Anyway. You can find my other podcast, Lead Melodies, on Instagram at lead under, uh, sorry at lead melodies underscore podcast, and on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc, and stream the episodes on Anchor.fm, and you can find my page SLC Hardcore on Facebook at SLC Hardcore. Still trying to figure out who has the fucking password to the Instagram so I could post there too, but at the time I do not know who it is. I may have to do some uh, poking around. But, <laughs> but yeah, if you want to stay up to date with all the uh, hardcore shows and uh, hardcore adjacent shows happening in Salt Lake, that's where to go. Cool. Bands are found on Facebook at Existence Punk, at Heel Turn Band, at Blitzkrieg. 
UK Punk Rock, at Final Prayer, at uh, Official Outcasts, at Official I Hate God. The show is at SLC Punkcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Hope you found some great stuff. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a part of the community. Thank you for sharing with us all the bands that do so. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show? Well, in the wake of us uh, having a failed audition for a uh, bass player and failure in the fact that he didn't come prepared and he was doubting himself and uh, uh, was just already saying, uh, oh, yeah, they're not going to pick me. It's like, buddy, build your confidence. Definitely not with that attitude. Yeah, they're going to pick me. <laughs> if you're not confident in yourself, then you're just not worth our time. And how are other people going to be confident in you and your abilities if you can't even be confident in what you're doing? Yeah, seriously. But I guess he's been uh, he's been uh, saying, oh, I'm so bummed with his fucking uh, uh, other friends. And words getting back to me that they're like, it's like, well, I mean, if Anonymous wasn't so fucking uh, complicated and just like so technical, wrote music that was so hard to play. I'm like, first off, we're not even that technical. Second, we were showing him our easiest fucking song. It's just a <laughs> punk riff, man. I mean, the, um, my other friend who actually drove him to the audition, who drove him to us, he was sitting there dinking around on his bass. He wasn't even auditioning, and he got it down. <laughs> like, buddy, you are terrible. <laughs> go, so, go back and practice more. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, and as to the people who were, uh, I guess, uh, spreading all this shit about me, is like, you are apparently my friends, or rather, you're just people who know me. And you don't want to say it to my face, and you're just saying shit like that? Well, now that's even more reason why I made the right move not having you in my band. Right. apparently you're a drama magnet. A drama magnet. Right, and you figure out who those fair-weather friends are. Mm-hmm. And you say farewell to the fair-weather people. Right. So that's a big takeaway. So, so yeah, people, just uh, know who your actual friends are. And I emphasize actual friends. Mm-hmm. Some people you just got to keep at arm's length. Some people only know you and have a surface level relationship. And, you know, that's fine. That's fine. You don't have to run, have your roots run deep with everybody. So, uh, so yeah, until then, by uh, this time next week, we should have a new bassist. So Awesome. Uh, follow that on the Instagram. I, I mentioned it. If you forgot it, rewind. <laughs> Play the fucking outro.